Hey, welcome in. It is the Oh No Disc Golf Podcast with Eric and Kyle. We're going to have a fun conversation today, and I'd like to introduce my co-host, Eric. Hi, I'm Eric. Thanks for joining us. So uh, what are we doing here today? We are going to talk about disc golf. If you've made it here, congratulations. You made it to the second episode of the Oh No Disc Golf Podcast. We're here. We're doing episode it. number two. I, I can't believe it. We're actually on the second one actually recording. That's pretty sweet. We um, actually have some good segments for you this time instead of just whatever we could throw together last time. I mean, we thought about it this time for more than like the amount of time that was on on the episode live. So Instead of us just talking and figuring it out as we go. We have notes written the, down. I don't think it was the worst idea for a first episode. I mean, it was like you know, a little bit rough, but what what else is life but a little bit rough, right? <laughs> we're, we're amateur disc golfers and really amateur podcasters. That's That's really true. This is episode number two. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right. So the first thing I would like to talk about is if you haven't heard about Paul Ulibarri's new project he's got going on. What was it called again? Scratch to Scratch. He announced it on Smashbox TV um, somewhere like Friday or Thursday or whatever. They they do like a live segment um, on YouTube that's pretty fun to watch. I'll have to make sure I hit them on uh, the YouTube. Hit some subscribe buttons. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But uh, basically, his idea is he's gonna take a amateur, very like a beginner disc golfer, and uh, see if he can train them over a five episode period to uh, be a scratch disc golfer. Which I've never heard that term before, so I actually yeah, had what's to look a, it look it up. This, what's a scratch disc golfer? And they will be able to shoot par on uh, any any pro course, so like a zero on a on a pro course which oh, okay uh, so like pretty good not oh, like yeah. not like winning every not like touring or anything but, yeah but, but yeah i i would think probably like um near the top of like advanced like ma1 or whatever is is it would be his goal but i could be wrong i don't i don't really know that's cool yeah so maybe like i don't know what you want to sign up like eric 900 I, if, if i could get to north carolina drive your drive how far is it from your house i feel like this is realistic eric you can do it it's a a week it's a weekend stroll over the river so through the woods who's gonna groom the dogs house you go well i I was thinking about it he's got to have everything recorded by now right if he's going on tour soon it's not like he's gonna oh yeah he pre-recorded on on tour maybe i don't know how together he is with his pre-recording stuff but i mean you would think so, he'd be done recording stuff already. So, well, yeah. So, is he just going to do it in his off season? You know, like from what, October, November till February is going to be when he's he does all these. I mean, I guess you could do an episode in what? How long do you think it would take to train someone? Two, three months? Is that would that be? I mean, took, it's taken me much longer than that to get decent, let alone right shooting par at Maple Hill. <laughs> So, that would uh, yeah, be that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> that would be. Really I would not sweet. be able to do that. <laughs> I'd be dropping dropping discs in the water left and right. <laughs> yeah, I don't go well with 
water in courses so far. I threw nice. I threw uh, truth right onto a lake that was frozen over, just um, for fun, or no, on accident. It was into it. It was the first shot into a headwind, and I was like, "Oh, this will turn over," and it just didn't. It just didn't. I think I just threw it really nose up because I was worried about the lake, and then it just went directly into that <laughs> no go area. Did just get the disc back, so that was cool. You just can't think about the lake. You gotta just. Shout out to like the, it's not there and throw. I know. Shout out to that family that I got my, got my disc. They you let them go on the ice for you? Oh uh, no, they had like a, a one of disc those. retriever. Yeah, gotcha. and it was pretty close to the edge, but like I couldn't walk out yeah. and get it, and I don't have a disc retriever, so. Gotcha. Yep. Makes sense. But, so yeah, um, I'm hoping to tune into that uh, when when it comes release time. If you're cool. looking for any more any more news about it, you can find it. Uh, yeah, he talks about it on Smashbox TV, and he's got the trailer up on his Instagram. I think it's just at one Muley. And we'll probably just be like looking at that and like posting it on our social medias too. So look out for yeah. that on our social medias. We're everywhere. I'll, I'll probably be watching watching it and trying to get better too. At Ono Disc Golf, that's where we're at. Pretty much everywhere. Yep. Next thing we'd uh, like to talk about is uh, about what's happening over at Discmania. I think, as Kyle knows, it's probably one of my favorite companies. How many dis- or, uh, mystery boxes did you go before? Yeah, three altogether this year, not counting the Nate Perkins mystery box, which is all Discmania. So, so you're we'll rocking a lot four. of Discmania, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I got a lot of Discmania. Gotcha. Um, but unfortunately, I don't know, we don't know if, uh, Innova and them are having troubles or if Innova just supplies so many people with disc golfs that are with discs that, uh, they have a hard time keeping up with like their original lines, which is kind of their big money makers. Um, but the, the original lines are going to be taking a back seat and they're going to be cutting it down to about four molds. Um, and they're really going to beef up the Evolution line, which is made by Latitude 64, and the Active line, which is made by Yukin. Um, it's a Japanese company. Gotcha. So I like a lot of the Evolution line, so I'm not that sad about it. But I haven't thrown too much of it. Yeah, I think you just got the Essence and the Instinct. Yeah. They're both Evolution yep. line. And I've only thrown those one round. So Yeah. And it was a short one because of the... Wind and snow. <laughs> Makes for a good round. It was crazy. I love the. I can't remember what weight instinct I sent you, but the instinct should, can hold up in a in a headwind decently. It did. Um, it barely even turned over. It well, turned over a little bit. It's yeah. um. I'd say it's like a little bit less stable than my champion T bird. Yeah, it's supposed um, to be right along there. Yeah, I mean, I think it fits that pretty perfectly. It's it's pretty nice to throw into a headwind. I like it. I think the rumor is is that plastic, that neoplastic, is a mix between um, it'd be for dynamic. It'd be like fusion and uh, lucid plastic. It's like a mix of those. Gotcha. But I think it's like because it's latitude sixty four. It's technically like opto and. Um, so weird how all of those different companies are so intertwined with the manufacturing process yeah but they still have to have their own names right 
Like you're all separate companies, but you're kind of all the same company ish, you know? Yeah. Couldn't they make it simple like Innova and Discmania where they just shorten it to S line instead of star or But C like they're competitors, right? I mean, it's that's the thing with disc golf is is while they're competing, they still want the other one to do the best as possible, right? Because it's like, just about growing the community overall for most people. It's just yeah, we, we want to spread the world the word on disc golf. Yeah, like even when you're at a tournament, you're not wishing for the guy in front of you to do bad. You're just wishing you do better, right? I mean, I don't know what it's like to be, you know, competing for money. I'm sure they're like, oh, yeah, you know, some of them might want a bogey here or there to try to catch up. But I, I always want everyone to play their best. It's not, It's actually pretty fun to watch somebody have a good round, too. Yeah. Hopefully you can hop on that birdie train. Right. Take their good energy and throw it into your game, too. I've looked at the reviews of him throwing it. I don't think it's actually Eric. What, how do you say his last name? McCabe? McCabe, yeah. I hate butchering people's names, so I like to we ask We the whole video, him. I thought, where he throws it. He does. He's... Yeah, I've, sorry. Um, There's another one out there where it's not him. So to me, it looks slightly more overstable. And it is this one that's on here looks pretty freaking sweet is this on the website right now hang on no i can't get it sad what i sent you the picture i sent you the picture oh yeah well not that one it's it's not a burst it's just one with his little signature on it oh no that's just a regular judge that's the one that keeps coming up whenever i google it. oh my gosh that (laughs) thing looks so cool yeah it's like bluish or whatever yep and that's a that's a liar huh Mm -hmm. just a regular judge why though (laughs) Just to make us mad. The Emac judge looks almost identical to a regular judge, though. It just has a little signature and it has him um, throwing on it, um, which I'm I dig it. I I think it's going to be a lot like a PA three, which is what I pretty much throw now instead of judges, unfortunately. So I'm definitely going to try out the Emac judge to like see if it's anywhere near um, what my PA three is. To tell you the truth. Yeah. Do you still drive with judges or like what's your driving putter? I drive with harps more than anything. Oh. Okay. Or like a zone. Um oh. if I'm if I'm gonna drive with a putter and I know I can like get there. Um yeah. But like... I don't I don't drive with putters very often. I'll I'll oh. throw with the, like a truth more often than a putter. Gotcha. Just so I know I can throw it at like sixty percent and yeah. On, a, on a hyzer and get there because there's not really a lot of obstacles here. Right. Makes sense. But there is a lot of wind. So, like, putters can be kind of tricky in the wind, too. So, I need yeah. that little bit of overstability from some, a few of my truths to stay true. Stay true. But, yeah. That's uh, EMAC judges. I don't know when they're, when are they coming out? They don't have a release date or anywhere that I could see. Um, to be in determined. February. Check back yeah. for episode three to see if we have an update on the EMAC judges. Um, Another big release is the Conrad Volks coming out. It'll be it'll be after, or it'll be have already happened now that you're listening to it. But okay, as we're recording, it's uh, this coming Tuesday. 
never thrown a Volt, but pretty excited to try one out. I haven't thrown one either. Has he released his um, like actual disc artwork and everything? Yeah, yeah. If you watch like the YouTube video where he's talking about it, it's at the end. It's like he's a uh, kind of looks like he's being sucked into space, is what I think about because he's like it's like him bent over in like a C shape, and it looks like he's like le- being pulled up. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I need to look it up now, Conrad Bolt. Yeah, I think you're gonna have to watch the video for it, but it might oh, really? Be on, might be on the website. Let's check Reddit. It's always on Reddit. Everything. Yeah, it's on Reddit. Reddit. Like, look at that. In the first page, I looked at it's interesting. You like that better, better than, than the hair? Better than the hair VR. I hate the hair. Okay. I like his. I mean, hair. this is pretty, pretty cool. How much I is think it? his hair? Is sweet, but <laughs> How much is it going to be? <laughs> probably twenty twenty five. Oh, okay. Um, I think that's what they usually have there. Maybe we should buy it together and save on shipping again. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see anything where it said about shipping. Well, yeah, they I guess said it's no coming from pickups. MVP. So they said no to you. You, what did you yeah, do? I, said, I just emailed them and I said, "Hey, can you uh, can I order and just pick up? Is that you know I live half an hour away?" They said no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could have said yes, but. Might as well ship it to you from there, right? Doesn't make sense, but... What if the disc isn't coming from there? I'm pretty sure that's where they make all their stuff. I had the chance. I could have went and meet Conrad and Ezra at some point. Yeah, they were both there. You could have done it. Not there, but... Well, I mean... (laughs) I know what you meant. Yeah. Let's see. So yeah, February 2nd. Conrad Volts. February 2nd, huh? Conrad Volts. Go get him. On to Eric's in the bag. I'm super excited about this because your bag has changed a lot since I've been around, or even since like the summer. So what are you throwing today, man? Let's start with putters. Uh, so for putting putters, I'm still doing P2s. Um, I think, think you were doing P. I was doing P2s when you were able to visit last. Yeah, you were. Uh, yeah, P2s was the life there. I think I held one at one point, but that's the closest I have been to a P2. So, I think I was driving with uh, Envies for a while, but I found uh, Discmania Senseis, and they are, they are. Uh, my bread and butter yeah anything anything 200 feet to um like circle two what do you throw it on or like what do you trust it with everything man you can throw it on an anheuser oh yeah yeah and a long anheuser putts are probably where i'm best at i got this old pink one um it was my first one there's no weight on it they're usually pretty light um but like long Anheuser putts, it'll like ride that line and then just have that little bit of fade right back to drop it at the feet of the basket or in the basket. Gotcha. Um, and then the mist, they miss sent out these cool mystery box ones that are kind of a little bit of a tougher plastic that are um, good for little forehand flicks. Can't put a whole lot of whole lot of power on them because still a putter and will flip over pretty easily. Right. And I'm still rocking the tactic and the razor claw for my like overstable approach. Yep. That's Soft. my my harp spot. 
Yeah, so. Spoiler. So I still have the bag and the tactics and the razor claw for my overstable approach. Uh, soft tactic for for um, mostly forehand flicks uh, where I just really need to get right. And then uh, the razor claw is kind of like a short mid-range with just that little bit of fade. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty dead straight. They say certain runs of these razor claws are more overstable, but I don't know what runs I have. So I use it for what I can use it for. Are you more trusting of your forehand now? Uh, yeah, at uh, actually at hole three at uh, Cass City, parked it right under the basket yesterday. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that that would have been a nice one to record, but with, uh, with what? Soft tactic. Nice. Um, this has probably been my biggest change in my bag. I used to bag a Comet and a Soul separately, a Soul for turnovers and Comet for straight to just like slight turnover shots with a little bit of fade and i took both of them out and i replaced it with my old meteor this is probably one of my most probably one of my oldest discs i own um bought it used and i think the big biggest difference with this is i can get it to do both it's just about the the angle i put it on like uh whereas like the soul and comet i feel like are kind of made to do those two different things the meteor can can fill them but I bag a meteor too. No yeah, spoilers. Just, no spoilers. Just about about judging, right? It's I got I got to trust myself. It's uh, more about angle control for more for, for me now, which I think is can be a good thing. Definitely. Um, the next two things have probably been in my bag for I don't know as long as I can remember. Really, um, your, your two, whole disc golf time. Two two Emac truths. Um, I got a Biofusion one um, and a lucid one those uh those are probably been my workhorses for would you say three years now is the uh lucid one still pretty overstable yeah it still still has study to it um i mean mine mine it, it's developed a little bit more turn as it's as it's gone through its life yeah, the I feel like the Biofusion one came out and was when it ever since it's been out has just been absolutely dead straight. Um, but like with enough fade that you know it's still going to come back left. It's not going to like turn over and just keep going, going right. But it's uh it's pretty pretty much dead straight. Right, and and I most a couple of my truths are like that. One is more overstable. One is pretty understable. Yeah, but you don't bag all Emac truths either, though, either, right? Right. I have a two Spoiler. or three. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, never mind. Uh, that'll be coming probably next episode. I'm going to do my own in, in the bag. Spoiler alert. Not going to talk about it now. <laughs> uh, the next thing I I bag is uh two demons. Um, they're by Gateway, and they're like they're considered a hybrid driver, and um, they fly kind of more like a a mid-range but they feel like a you got it to fairway driver be similar to a justice right yeah that's uh that's the idea justice is way more overstable though but okay so you can get the um demon to go a little bit more straight yeah yeah well my you know my my beaten um like i've seen you turn it over regular yeah my premium or my beaten regular plastic demon i think it's called sure grip is pretty much dead straight and then um my gateway demon or my hyper diamond demon is uh 
still pretty pretty beefy. I use it for a lot of uh, weird like forehand ante shots where I just need to like get around a bend and right. let it come back really quick. I miss um, playing been, in the woods. That's been a my big use for it. Yeah, you need to find some wooded courses or else you're gonna come I, back. I here know. I go to the pines. It's pretty pretty close. It's it's some trees. There's mandos. It's it's tough. There's gaps. I haven't been there in a while, but <laughs> gotta you hit, know, gotta hit them gaps. I think I was there on New Year's Day. I think so. Don't hold me to it. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows. <laughs> The thing I I think I really like about the demons though is the the feel of a fairway driver. I think that's really cool. Really, um, like especially if you like like the you don't like like the. And it's the, only uh, what six speed. Yeah, is six that... three oh four are the numbers on it. And it feels like a fairway driver. That's cool. Yeah. It's only I guess um, one less than a T bird. So. Yeah. Next, I am actually missing one right now. It's somewhere at my parents' house, but I usually bag two FDs. Um, I have a Night Strike 3 Color Glow FD. Um, that's kind of my more overstable one. And then uh, I have a P-Line Birdie Stamp FD that is uh, somewhere in my parents' backyard. But the P-Line FD is like a laser beam. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's dead straight. Point and shoot. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a pretty sweet disc. Pretty consistent fade at the end. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. sometimes the fade is literally just straight. It's like just cool. finishes straight, which is sweet, um, so, like yeah. a soft finish. Forward momentum. Yeah, if you there's hard to find the P line anymore, but if you're looking for something similar, if you get an S line and can beat it up pretty quick, it's a, it's gets pretty similar. That's what I was bagging before I got the P line. Gotcha. Then my next fairway drivers are two instincts. I got a Neo one that I got in the mystery box. Um, this one's pretty dead straight. Yeah, like like Kyle said, it's a lot like a T bird. It's very similar because I've thrown nothing but T birds up until this one round. I threw the instinct, so it was. It felt like a T bird in my hand. Yeah, that's uh. Well, I think the, I'm pretty sure I've heard that it's basically just the same mold as the Explorer by Latitude sixty four. I could be wrong on that. Interesting. Um, which I is haven't like thrown a, that one either. You have one of those though, right? Nope, no explorer. I thought you did. <gasps> no, it might be Cody that has one. Give it a try. No, it's it's a really pretty one that we're gonna put on the wall. Gotcha. They're meant, made to be thrown, but that's I a know, that's man. conversation for a different. <laughs> we can talk about it a different day. Um. So at next to the Neo one, I have I have a really really pretty Meta Instinct, and this thing is literally almost like a Firebird. It's Pretty insanely overstable. That's cool. Not like my, being bro- a my broken speed. Firebird. Yeah, yeah, not a broken <laughs> Firebird. Not a not a Annie Firebird. No, no Annies there. It's. Uh, I'm always amazed every time I throw it at how overstable it actually is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time. Every time you're, you're like, wow, that went left. Huh. Mm-hmm. I'm just just appalled. The next next things I'm bagging are I got my old uh, Dynamics Dynamic Discs Escape. This is probably one of my longest owned discs as well. Um, but I just started being able to find like that use for it. Um, it's a nine speed, and this thing is uh, now a turnover machine. That's cool. So it uh, yeah, it goes straight and usually finishes right. So it's pretty. It's been a been a 
a good addition to the bag. Does it hyzer flip? It hyzer flips. It you can't throw it on anything but a hyzer. If you throw it flat, it's just it's uh, gone. Yeah, it's turning, turning, burning, and gone. Yeah. My next two, I'd almost call these my pride and joy of my bags, are two almost identical first run CD2s. I got one with a orange rim die, and then I got one with the Huck Lab that I actually bought from a Discmania Pro. He's like, he only plays Masters 40 plus or whatever, but he uh, bought it on the on Facebook and the Huck Lab is much more overstable than my purple rim die, but uh, they're pretty much just like a step up from the from the FD, so it's like a easy transition. It looks and sounds like I want to try that when I come visit. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely let you throw them. I can't really throw them in the snow too much uh, because they're clear, so it's already hard enough finding discs in the snow, let alone when they're clear. Right. Um, next one I would bag is my last nine speed, and that's my tilt, and that is my get-out-of-jail-free card. It has saved me at least, I want to say five or six strokes since I since I used it, which I think it's only been in two rounds that I used it. So that's pretty good. Um, basically, if you get behind some trees and you don't know how to get use something to get out of there, you just throw this up in that direction and it goes it goes straight. Like you can you can overhand it and it just flies straight. It's uh it is insane to me. But definitely going to need a premium plastic soon because this thing likes to crash. Already, already has <laughs> things. It's got a big old, two big old dings. Is it getting a, any more understable as it dings up? Uh, no. So the thing with it is everyone grabs it and they're like, oh, you know, so usually if you grab something kind of understable, um, the harder you throw it, the straighter it'll go. But that's the exact opposite with the tilt. The harder you throw it, the quicker it gets to the ground. Oh, wow. It's uh yeah, so like for if you like need to get a little if you need try to need to bite off a little bit of distance, you just gotta do a little flick with it or just like a light toss with the nanny and it'll it'll kinda like not even glide out, but it'll it'll ride it for a little bit. But if you if you grab that grab on this thing and just rip it, it's gonna hit the ground fifty feet in front of you. That sounds like another disc I wanna try out. It's interesting, that's for sure. I can't wait until they come without with a premium version. Yeah, they were just hinting at it, so hopefully they were. soon. It's going to happen. I, I was not willing to pay way too much for a base pl- plastic you know, thing that's yeah. going to crash and burn. That's what yep. it's built to do, unless you so, throw it only into grass. And it's made to be thrown in the woods. I don't, have any, I don't have any grass, too. So <laughs> so the the next part of my bag has the biggest question to me. There's a... Uh, I really don't throw these a lot, but I mostly keep them just to get field work in. But I carry uh, three different Enigmas right now. I carry a Vapor one, a Lux one, which is the same plastic, just not swirly, and a Neo one, which is the more overstable of the three, or most overstable of the three. Um, And the main reason I don't throw these a lot is because... I can get almost the same distance out of a CD2, even an escape if I throw it right. So still kind of just working in the working in the, the distance. Yeah, might as well use the more controllable ones. 
Yeah, something I I feel much more comfortable with. Um, right. If if there was one twelve speed that I feel the most comfortable with, it's just this swirly DDX I bought and uh, feels the most trustworthy for me. It's like I I know when I can throw it into a headwind and I know when I can't, kind of thing. Um, gotcha. Finishes it... mostly straight. Okay, so it's a pretty straight disc, not. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's a it's. So I can get some turn out of it if there's like a light crosswind, but it always comes back. Whereas the Enigmas, if they get caught in like a certain crosswind, it just turns over and goes. Gotcha. Um, I think part of it is like the DDXs. I don't know if all of them are. Um, this one is like board flat. It's just like a yeah. It's like the skin, one of probably one of the skinniest discs I've ever held. It's pretty wow. interesting. That's interesting. And the last thing that I carry for disc-wise is kind of just in here because I like the guy so much, uh, but it's the Ezra Adderhold Nuke. Um, you bagged one? Oh, yeah, that pink one. Awesome. Yeah, it deserved, I, It does deserve to be in a bag. I throw it, but it's, uh, it basically just acts like the, the Neo Enigma, maybe a little bit more left than the Enigma gets. but um, Gotcha. Mostly just keep them in here as like goals, you know, like hopefully I can reach this where I can toss this thing, you know, 400, 450 or something would be nice. That would be pretty sweet. Um, that's hey, all goals, for my man. discs. That's goals. That's goals. <laughs> as far as uh, other other little things I have, I keep uh, try to keep Jolly Ranchers on me, uh, some bubble gum, just to, you know, kind of like keep your mind off of the game if you're playing bad. Um, Rip Revenge. I don't get to play it much because I don't have any friends that live near me. Um, some hand sanitizer, actually. I think I carried this because that one time my disc landed in poop. <laughs> uh, got a whale sack. Got uh, my hand warmer, which I really like, a lighter, and some Aleve. Definitely recommend keeping Aleve or uh ibuprofen in your bag and then a bunch of pencils and a sharpie and that is my bag wow that's a good bag it's a, it's nice got a dd paratrooper for a good deal definitely um would like to upgrade within a year or so i feel like i'm running out of room already really yeah oh and I mean, a mini don't forget a mini gotta keep the mini you lost your mini though right yeah i got another one from a local He's not really a pro, but, you know, local legend. That's cool. Yeah. He hooked me up with a sweet one, too. It's this, like, marbly pink with a goose on it. (laughs) I like geese. (laughs) I don't like meeting geese, but I think they're cool. No, but they're cool to look at. And the goose is kind of funny sometimes. They can give you, like, a side eye. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, it's... Like, they're up uh, to no good. It's one of the Innova Artworkers guys, like, stamp. Like, it's his, like, special stamp is what somebody told me on Facebook. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we thought, well, as, as we're doing these building building a bag things, we'd give you uh, some of what we think would be, like, the best tips while, while building it. Um, and uh, I think, like, the two biggest ones I can think of are throw what's comfortable, like, what feels good in your hand. Um, that's, that's to me is like number one, if it doesn't feel good in your hand, then, you know, it's, uh, you're never going to like throwing it. You're never going to want to reach for it. Yeah. Throw slow discs, throw putters off of tees, throw every disc in your bag off of the tee and see what they all do. Um, if you're playing in a tee 
uh, like on a disc golf course. If you're on uh, in just a field, throw them all, um, throw them all in like different wind directions and see what they all do. Um, so that once you actually get on a course and you're in those conditions, you know what the disc is going to do. Um, that's yeah. really the most recommending thing I can say for a newbie. Definitely don't buy a disc and head straight to the course. Throw some field work with it so you can figure it out. And I mean, then so- head it to the sometimes course. I do that where it's like, I don't know, I just go directly to the course because like I know the disc is going to be something close to it. But I kind of know some discs now, you know. Yeah, like you could buy a T-Bird and head to the course, but... Right, for a complete noob, it would be a little bit different. Yeah, well, I just, I'd hate to buy a disc and throw it on the next hole and lose it right away, so... Oh, right. That's always the worst feeling. (laughs) I find more leopards than I would really like to say. (laughs) Just unfortunately lost. Top five gadgets. Yeah, disc golf gadgets, though. Disc golf gadgets. Okay, that's a good title. Disc golf gadgets. Disc golf gadgets. Sure. All right. um, I'll start off. How about um, a flight towel? I want one of those. Have you seen those? I have seen them. um, You have one yet? I want to build one, actually, instead of just buying it. You just basically have to cut a piece of disc. Yeah, I have old discs that I can do it with. So Easy. But I just, uh, you know me. I'm a procrastinator. I'm always like, oh, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> right. I it, I mean, pretty easy to cut up a disc, though. Yeah, I know. Sounds fun, actually. You should make, you'd be able to make multiple of them, too. Like, if you cut a disc, yeah, I'd like be able to have four, one, too. I would think. Yeah, man. There's your incentive. There you go. All right, but that's my number five, flight towel. Because, like, my wrist, I, I need to warm up with a towel. Yeah, and it's a beard. Just like holding a disc. Right. My number five is a mini or a micro basket. Um, I just thought it'd be cool. fun to have around the house. Probably probably more micro for like inside the house. Right. Um, mini for outside though. I've seen people play with that. Yeah, it'd be fun to play with. Get kids I involved saw, like, in all, it. I think it was almost like a mini league. Yeah, they have that. Pretty crazy. That's a thing. People People are very good at it. Well, and they have like mini buzzes that are like a little bit bigger than your normal mini. Right. So, that but I feel like it. that's cheating. Well, I, I wonder if that's what you have to use in the league. Gotcha. I don't know. Maybe. I've seen, and I've seen, you know, you, everyone's seen Simon's mini, mini fun. Right. They have a great time with it. Oh, yeah. The toughest course ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Mine um, is your number five, a flight towel. Oh, okay. So we already talked about that. Don't got to explain yep. it in any way. It's pretty sweet. It is. Looks um, my number four would be one of those hand warmers that's electric. Because I have pretty constantly cold hands when it's like cold outside. Oh, so you're going to get an electric one. I think so. I don't think I'm going to get one of the flame ones. Oh, I like the flame ones. Although I heard they have the USB chargeable one. I just feel like I'd forget to recharge it. This way I can just fill it right up and I'm good to go. Gotcha. I'm pretty good at charging things. Yeah, I'm not. I go to the course with a dead phone 90% of the time, and I'm like, how am I supposed to keep track? Right, like, how are you supposed to use disk for that? Yeah, so... 10%. Sad. I really, really need a UV flashlight. I play them glow rounds. I need to. It's really cold out right now, but, like, come summer... I'm going to play some glow rounds. They got an $8 one on Marshall Street. I was just looking at it. I want to get one of those big ones. Yeah, I know. 
You know, but the people don't know. Hell yeah. I was just telling <laughs> you. If anyone listening wants a cheap UV flashlight, I think it's like eight bucks. That's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, plus shipping, right? Yeah, plus shipping. But I mean, just probably get yourself be, get yourself just... some glow discs while you're at it. Get you right. free shipping. That's it, man. Get over fifty dollars or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> What's your number three? My number three is the quick stick. It's uh like a it's like the golden retriever or whatever, but um it's just a stick. I feel like that is a little bit easier to use. Um, and also you can like knock stuff out of trees with it. And I think it's extends like seven feet or something. Um, but yeah, it's just like for picking up your disc out of the water, it gets a little hook that you can like hooks onto the disc. Well, yeah, that's my number three. I've seen those before, but I haven't heard the name of them before. Yeah. I think it's called the one I'm looking at. It's the quick stick XL or something. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, my number two and this, the only reason it's number two is kind of the price, and I don't feel like it'll actually help my game any. I feel like it'll be a lot more fun for, like, field work, um, stuff like that, but it's a rangefinder, and it's just, they're so expensive, it's hard to put it at, at my number one. Um, they are expensive. But it would be very cool to have. Yeah. They're, like, over $100 for the one that comes in feet, right? Yeah, and they always sell out so quick. <laughs> they do everybody wants so cool. one yeah but i right. thought yeah for field work i thought it'd be sweet so you can like kind of pick a target um, i would use it in my game all the time measures i always feel like that like knowing the feet messes me up like i should just trust my sight nope. and i feel like it messes me up uh, that's that's an opinion that i differ with you <laughs> well it just works different for you but it definitely doesn't work that way for me i don't think my number two is the pro pole no, I have one of them. Do you? Yeah. Have you used it? Yeah. I feel the, the thing I don't like about it, well, I thought it was going to like help my form, but I, I it's kind of like one of those things that you have to have good form to use it or else you're training the wrong muscles. Gotcha. So if you're just pulling on it I don't in feel the wrong like it's way. doing anything, yeah. But there's a lot of videos out there that tries to like help you um, learn how to use it the correct way. So... Um, it's very, it's, I feel like it's helped my form somewhat, but you can't just get out there and, and start using it. You're going to need to watch some instructional videos on how to use it. Right. Which is, I mean, fine, but yeah, it's cool. It sounds like it's overall helpful to your game. Oh yeah. I would think so. I mean, it makes you think about what you're doing because you're not ripping it into the, you know, you're not getting out there and ripping it. You're just like trying to go. Would slow. you recommend it? Yeah, I would definitely at least trying it out i can see some people not liking it just like i think i wouldn't enjoy throwing into a net but some people swear by it i've i've done that <laughs> I, th I think it could help i just i feel like i would i don't know try too hard or not try hard enough and just go through the motions where it would yeah, just throw you throw normally yeah so that's that's i feel like i would either like go one way or the other i wouldn't just like step up there i don't know gotcha. worth, worth a try for me i guess see if i can get a cheap net or some old sheets hung up so what's your number one my number one was your number two the bushnell 850 no that's i couldn't remember i knew it was bushnell but i didn't know the numbers yep that guy looks awesome i am so jealous every time a pro pulls one of those out and they're just like me it's 123 feet and I'm then like, they throw it in from there <laughs> yeah seriously i'm like it's because they know 
No, that's how they. That's no, how their they arm knows. They could have done it regardless. Don't even. <laughs> I know. It's just. Ricky's like, oh yeah, 150 foot. Sure, I'll make the putt. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'll try. I'll, do I'll try best. though. I'll do my best. <laughs> oh, shit. My number one is I want to try out some barefoot shoes, some very minimalist barefoot shoes. Because if I could, I think I'd play barefoot. But I'm pretty sure running around on broken Get glass your ringworm. and ripping my feet on cement pads would would not be fun. But yeah, that would not be good. So I'd like to. I think a uh, Vivo barefoot is the pair I'm looking at, but they're they're pretty pricey, but. I'd definitely like to try them out. And if not, I'd like to get a try a cheap pair of Terex, honestly, just like a nice pair of disc golf shoes. Cause I've always just thrown in like my work boots or my old pair of tennis shoes that I'm wearing for right now. Right. So it'd be, I do this. I do the same. It'd be interesting to, to try something that, that a lot of people like not swear on, but a lot of people try, try to wear like nice shoes. So yeah, that could be cool. That's it. Well, That's nice number one, man. Five. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Good topic. Good job. Yay. Yay. We did, we did it. it. We did it. We did it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for making it to the end of the episode. Uh, it's been a great time over here. How about you, Eric? Did you have a good time? I'm having a great time. Can't wait to see you guys next time. It's going to be good. Check us out on all of uh, our socials. We're at Ono Disc Golf pretty much everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, we have a link tree. We have a website. It's onodiscgolf.com, so it's really easy to find. If you're looking to support the show, head on over to our Teespring store to find our merch. Use code ONO for free shipping. You can find a link to our store at onodiscgolf.com. 